Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We're a team that uh, likes to play a certain way. He's got all the attributes or raw materials of being a player that can help us play that way. Um, Now it's important for him to continue to show well, and through two days he showed well. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft talking about Dylan Holloway. It's this simple for me. The play of Holloway and Broberg through training camp in, in the early season and as the season goes on, to me will define a bit as to what the Edmonton Oilers most likely will do. If Broberg uh, can handle, it's 535 at Edmonton, Bob Stoffer joining you in Oilers now. If Broberg can prove to handle you know, 16, 17, 18 minutes a night, probably playing on the right side at some stage, that may alleviate the pressure to trade for a right-shot defenseman. Conversely, for Dylan Holloway, if he can play 14 to 15 minutes a night as a move his way up, possibly on a third line with, say, Warren Fogle and Ryan McLeod, then the Oilers could be in good shape as well on the wing. Now, if one of those guys doesn't pan out, you might see a trade at some point for a right shot D or maybe another winger, just a, and a winger with pace. You can draw in sort of a line into what we were saying a little bit earlier with Frank Cervalli. All right, uh, don't miss your chance to join an exciting... This is the last day for this. Nashville, Tennessee, to watch the Oilers play the Predators. This package includes nonstop airfare, uh, with Flair Airlines, Four Nights Deluxe Hotel near all the action, lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests. Experience all Music City USA has to offer in October, the Nashville road trip. You can call New West Travel today or go online at newwesttravel.com. As we go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, again, our four-day Nashville road trip, fly nonstop with Flair Airlines. Watch the Oilers play the Predators in October. Call New West Travel. Visit newwesttravel.com. On this date, back in 1997, the Oilers made preseason roster cuts. Amongst them, George LaRock. He spent 46 games with the AHL's Hamilton Bulldogs that year. He racked up 154 PIMS. He was called up for 11 NHL games where he had 59 penalty minutes but no points. Derek, did we have him and then we lost him? Is that we're still working on negotiating contact there? Yeah, we haven't got him yet. It just uh, rings and goes to voicemail, right, but I'll well, keep trying. To keep working at it, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Noah, the good goalie, has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and he says, Bob, I hate to say this, but we were having the same conversation last year at this time. The Oilers are looking really good, and they're a favorite to win the Cup. What do you think has pushed them over the top to win this year? I'm very excited, and I hope that this is our year. All right, a couple different things. First of all, last year I said the Oilers would win 47 to 52 wins, and I got crushed when the Oilers were 21-18-3. They'd lost in Los Angeles. The date was January the 9th. They'd lost 6-3 to the LA Kings, who moved several points ahead of Edmonton in the standings. There was three fights in that game. We hosted the show the next day, which was a Wednesday, and a lot of the fans were like, Stouffer, you're an idiot. There's no way they're going to finish with... uh, 
47 to 52 wins and they ended up getting to 50 wins at the end of the year. So those sort of things happen once in a while. Um, it is what it is. Edmonton has more playoff experience now. They were closer. I personally, and, and I'll throw this out there. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Was Edmonton closer the year before in the round three loss to Colorado? Or were they closer last year in the round two loss to Vegas? Yes, they didn't get to the conference final, but I think they played closer and tighter against the team that ultimately won the Stanley Cup, and that bodes well. Now, saying that, I expect Colorado to be a better team this year than they were last year. I think Dallas has a good veteran team with a solid mix of players, and they've got a good goalie. So I think Colorado and Dallas are legit threats out of the Central Division. I do not. I think L.A. is going to be hard-pressed to match what they've done only because of goaltending. I think Jack Campbell is going to be better than he was last year, and I'm confident in Stuart Skinner's abilities. And the Oilers, the Ekholm trade, Edmonton had the best record in the NHL after they added Matias Ekholm at 18-2-1 in the final 21 games. Don't forget, Matias Ekholm ended up going during that stretch. He did pretty good. He was plus 28. This show is called Oilers Now. We live in oil country, and Brent Ridge Ford is proud to be associated with the show. Of course, there's a market for some electric vehicles out there. The boys at Brent Ridge have a brand-new 2022 Mustang Mach-E G2 Premium that originally listed for $93,000. With Ford rebates and a large Brent Ridge Ford discount, this SUV is now available for just over 73000 plus GST. If you're considering a new EV and want a bargain, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Jay says, Bob, there's no question the Oilers were better in the playoffs last year than the year before. Of course, they didn't, you know, like you think about it, the Kings took him to seven the year before and did not have Drew Doughty. Edmonton beat L.A. in six this past year. This despite being down 2-1 in the series and 3-0 in game number four in Los Angeles. And Edmonton came back and took that series over. The Vegas series was at 2-2 this year. I mean, you never want to take away the victory against Calgary. That's awesome. But for my money, the Edmonton Oilers were closer to winning the Stanley Cup last season than they were the year before. I think most of you would probably agree with that. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Epstein's mother has texted us at uh, the same number, 780-496-0063. Bob, all day the Edmonton Oilers were closer last year than they were the year before. You want me to open up the phone lines here? Go for it. Okay, we're going to drop the puck that we, we got. We don't normally do this on orders now, but 780-496-0063. We got about five minutes to squeeze some calls in. Were the orders closer last year than the year before? And where's your confidence level at? We'll drop the puck. We're going to go to Sonny on line number one. Hi, Sonny. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. What do you think? Good. They're a lot closer, I believe, uh, last year than the year before, even though they made the conference finals. But... Bob, the one thing is still missing, and it's been for the last two years, our bottom six is not tough. We had cost them last year yeah. in the bottom six, but we're pushed around by these other teams. Vegas had the Colasar, uh, Brett uh, Howden, and the Carrier line. 
we really only had cost and pushing around or Nick Bukestad. Yeah, Bukestad's not a physical player. I mean, I I think it's interesting with Brandon Sutter because he's not a big, thick guy, but he's not a timid player, and he gets a chance on a PTO. I mean, I don't know what the Oilers are going to add, okay? Like, I'm going to give you a name of a guy right now who I think has proven all he can prove in the American Hockey League, and if he ends up on waivers, he has the size and a little bit of bite. He doesn't have the same offensive upside. I don't even think he's as good a fighter, but he's not a timid player, and that is Brett Murray. Brett Murray is with the Buffalo organization, and he was represented by Jeff Jackson. There's something there with Brett Murray. He's six foot five. Okay? I'm, I'm going to give you two names. I just want you to know what you think. Brett and Nick Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, Nick Ritchie, for me, he's just too inconsistent. Like, I think Brett Ritchie's – it's funny. Uh, do you remember Aaron Downey, the tough guy from Detroit? Yeah. So my sister married Aaron's brother. And Aaron oh. Downey used to train uh, both, uh, both Ritchie brothers. And he used to tell me all the time – that Brett was the better fighter, that Nick had the bigger upside. And it's it's interesting because we saw what Brett did to Jajar Kerr a few years ago, right? I don't think either guy particularly – I'm not saying today. I don't know how many guys in the league actually like doing it at all. But you make a valid point. Vegas has an identity. They have a style. Nurse ended up taking the fight with Haig. Um, I wouldn't fight Haig. I mean, you, and you saw Kane absolutely – you know what, and find out with Colzar where he worked him over pretty good. But I do think the Oilers have to look at adding some more muscle at some point during the season. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Have a good one. Yep, 780-496-0063. We can circle back to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Mr. C says, Bob, the Oilers need home ice advantage for the playoffs this year from start to finish. It would have made a huge matter. Uh, this text says, Bob, it doesn't matter the last two years. Goaltending let us down both years. I don't think Edmonton was as good as Colorado two years ago. Uh, did goaltending let them down on the series against Vegas? Vegas got one performance out of Aiden Hill in Edmonton in game six where he stole a game. That was the only game, in my opinion, the Oilers lost due to goaltending. Um, uh, Jason from Sangudo says, Bob, speaking of closer, uh, could you show me pictures on your camera roll? Uh, that way we could be closer. <laughs> Yikes. That's a tough go. Uh, this text comes in from Andy S., the carpet guy in the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, the Oilers have an embarrassment of Richards, riches. Just give us the cup. Save the headache for the rest of the National Hockey League. What are you talking about, man, Andy? I want the Oilers to go out there and earn it. That's what I want to see have happen. It is 5.45 at Edmonton. We're going to head off to Commonwealth Stadium momentarily. Brendan Escott will join us with a crossover to set up the countdown to kickoff show. The Elks and the BC Lions tonight with Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, and Blake Dermott. You're listening to Oilers Now. Welcome this back, everybody. is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. 5.50 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott with you. We're going to hook up with Brendan momentarily. He's over at Commonwealth Stadium. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you. Roos Chris is open Tuesday 
through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. And Oilers Now Trivia is brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at ProAmSports.ca. Game day trivia will be getting started shortly here on Oilers Now, and we are going to be playing for big, big prizes, courtesy of ProAmSports.ca. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, Brendan Escott is getting ready. The Edmonton Elks, the BC Lions. Hello, Brendan. How are you? Well, we're just uh, we're soaking in the sunshine here, Bob. Things are good. It looks like it's going to be a real beautiful night for, uh, for the third meeting of the season between these two teams. All right. We're going to get to the Elks game in a second. Uh, a lot of the focus today, Brendan, down at Rogers Place, was Dylan Holloway and Philip Roberg. Those were the two guys that uh, uh, were requested today for the assembled media horde. And I think those two players are going to go a long way to deciding ultimately what Jeff Jackson and Ken Holland elect to do in terms of adding. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I think that's a really good point. they got to have uh, an idea of what other teams are going to do in terms of selling or buying. And, and while that takes place, they're going to have a real good long look at their own two pieces of the puzzle here. And, you know, if, if Holloway is somebody that you can trust in more of a top six role, then you can really be uh, steadfast and, I guess, finding maybe more of a physical presence in the bottom part of the lineup. But for me, I mean, Philip Roberg is the real swingman here. They will not go far enough in the playoffs unless they can have him take a real big step this year for me. So I, I think if he can put together a nice first half of the season, then it might have, um, you know, the, the pressure will be off, I suppose. It won't be as pressure-packed a situation for the Oilers organization and trying to figure out whether they move on from this asset because he will still have value in somebody else's eyes if if he mind, or if he's just not on this current team's timeline anymore. That might still need to be determined. Alright, Brendan, so here's the deal. The Elks have been a completely different team since Trey Ford's become the quarterback and Jarius Jackson's become the offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. uh, why? <laughs> uh, because, the, uh, first of all, you've got a quarterback calling the offense now. I think that's a big difference. And what he's been able to do is just unlock and uh, play into the athleticism of Trey Ford. We thought that because of how well Ford moved that the Elks run game would see benefits. It's it's done that and, and to a level that I, I don't think anybody could have forecasted. The last six games, they've rushed for 200 team yards or more. Kevin Brown is, is up to second in, in league rushing up over a thousand yards of his own so the whole offensive unit has changed but obviously Ford being able to extend plays uh, get the ball out to a guy like Geno Lewis who has the wherewithal the talent to uh, get free if the if the play goes off script that sort of thing it just seems like there's a lot more belief maybe more so than anything else and why not they're averaging 29 points on offense with this regime they were averaging 13 in weeks one through eight uh, Brennan Escott joining us down at Conwell Stadium. He's got countdown to kickoff beginning at 6.05 after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Gilburn. The orders now injury reports brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. James H. Brown, big supporters of the Edmonton Elks and the Alberta Golden Bears as well. Uh, Trent Brown, of course, uh, part of Murphy Brown, the safety tandem uh, that was uh, part of the Edmonton Eskimos 1993 Great Cup champion. Trent went on to be a multiple-time 
CFL All-Star. On the injury report, uh, anybody of significance out for the Edmonton Elks? Well, it's the second straight week with no Stephen Dunbar Jr., so uh, the wide receiver core will see Kevin Cobb, a national player, step in there instead. But uh, we found out late that Coney Ely, one of the uh, American pass rushers on this defensive line, he's a late scratch, so they're going to start uh, Sam Achampong there instead. But overall, I mean, we're talking about this late in the season and, and not any real roster turnover. BC had none and uh, just a one late scratch here for Edmonton. So I think they're both considering themselves pretty fortunate at this juncture. Of course, Edmonton's heading into the bye week after this game as well. Yes, absolutely. And one final one for you. Did you uh, happen to see the injury in the Cleveland Browns-Pittsburgh Steelers game on Monday night? Oh, to Nick Chubb? Yeah. I yeah. Holy smokes. Well, of course, the only fantasy league I participate in that I pay money into, Nick Chubb's my bell cow back. So oh, wow. I was uh, not pleased with the outcome of that. But, um, man, we got to get these guys paid, Bob, because when they get injured, it's not, uh, it's no. not insignificant. At the end of the day, the players in every sport are the reason why we're all there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I, all I could think of when I saw that Chubb injury was when Marcus Lattimore got hurt playing for South Carolina. And he did come back, and, you know, because uh, he, he, I mean, I think he ended up tearing both an A and an MCL and was maybe even a PCL. He was out a while and uh, ended up, you know, getting into the NFL briefly in a support role for the 49ers, but never, I mean, he was a dominant freshman back at South Carolina that had it in, in the SEC, and that Nick Chubb was scary as well. Brendan, what do you got coming up tonight on Countdown to Kickoff? Well, we're obviously going to look at just the evolution of this run game. 660 yards for Kevin Brown since Ford and Jarius Jackson took over. Uh, this is the meeting between the two teams that, well, they've shut him out twice, so obviously that's kind of the storyline coming into this one, Bob, but I, I'm, I'm not going to go ahead and guarantee it. I'll say that's probably not going to happen tonight. Great stuff, Brendan. Uh, Brendan Escott with Countdown to the Kickoff. Elks and BC Lions at Commonwealth coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. I want to mention to you also, guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Don and his staff, book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. Reed Wilkins, myself, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, Brendan Escott, all part of the Oilers Radio Network with the Faceoff Show 2.30 on uh, Sunday. I will join you from Winnipeg on Monday. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Elks up next.